0: 15 minutes. Eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk.
1: For the Lord, your stand firm, everyone, rest your Happy Friday.
0: Happy Friday, Andrew.
1: Coming to the end of a week, but kicking off a big weekend.
0: Yes, it is. It's an exciting weekend. We've mentioned it a couple times, but today is finally the day. Today is the day. Tonight's
1: the night. We have been looking forward to 7 o'clock tonight, kicking off our special lecture series on the question, can Christianity? and Science Agree, with our guest speaker, Dr. Buddy Payne.
0: Yes, he's also one of the shepherds of our congregation. He's a great strength and support for us here. He's Super- also a chancellor at Florida College. He is. He wears many hats. He does wear many hats, and we recognize that he is uh, an educated fella, Yes, but he's also taught in the Word of God, and so we're excited to have him come and, and help us bring these things together to help shore up our faith so that we can pursue the love of God and the love of our neighbor. It's going to be an exciting time. So that first one is tonight at 7 o'clock, That's right. Christianity. So the the series title is also the title of tonight's lecture, Can Christianity and Science Agree? Okay. Uh, tomorrow night it's The Great Designer. He's going to take a look at the cell and show how that declares a designer. The, mm-hmm. Look at the complexity and the work there. And then on Sunday night he's going to be taking a look just at the human body itself, That the, that the human body— uh, especially, he's going to be noticing the eye, okay, and the immune system. All right, and as we look at that, it just says design. It says Love that systems. there's design. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's absolutely. It, this, this didn't this didn't happen by accident. Yes, and science says that it can't happen by accident. It's not just it's not just us saying that. It's it's really when you look at the science. The science says the it. Science will the, be here that the night. Science <laughs> in, says in it. the flesh. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> anyway, so tonight at seven, Saturday at seven, Sunday night at five o'clock. Of course, if you are catching up on these text talk episodes sometime later than November 4th through the 6th in 2022, you can go to our website, christiansmeethear.org, yeah, it and it'll be archived there in audio. You can go to our YouTube channel. You can find it there. But today we're going to wrap up Psalm 62. Psalm 62. And I'm actually going to read from the King James Version. We never do that. The 1611. Well, it probably, It's. I think technically it's not the 1611. I think it got updated once or twice since then, but it's the King James so the the what what we have today as our King James Bibles to the chief musician to Jedidiah a psalm of David truly my soul waiteth upon god from him cometh my salvation he only is my rock and my salvation he is my defense i shall not be greatly moved how long will ye imagine mischief against a man ye shall be slain all of you as a bowing wall shall ye be and as a tottering fence They only consult to cast him down from his excellency. They delight in lies. They bless with their mouth, but they curse inwardly. My soul, wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. In God is my salvation and my glory, the rock of my strength and my refuge is in God. Trust in him at all times, ye people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Surely men of low degree are vanity, and men of high degree are a lie. To be laid in the balance, they are altogether lighter than vanity. Trust not in oppression, and become not vain in robbery. If riches increase, set not your heart upon them. God hath spoken once, twice have I heard this, that power belongeth unto God. Also unto thee, O Lord, belongeth mercy, for thou renderest to every man according to his work."
1: We hadn't really talked about it much this week, but the the last verse about uh, uh, God has said, and twice I've heard it, that's such an interesting parallelism, Uh, the way the New King—or no, it was the New Century Version— uh, handled that yesterday is that I've heard it over and over heard again, over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So that statement there, that that could say, you know, once I've heard twice, I've heard, and then he goes on and says two things about God. So maybe mm-hmm. it's, you know, I've heard this and I've heard that. Okay, or it could be that idea again of multiplying the number of times that yeah. I've heard it. I've heard it once. I've heard it twice. Mm-hmm. Today, mm-hmm. the way we would say that is if I've heard it once, I've heard it a hundred times, yeah. or a thousand, thousand times, times. You know, something, yeah. something like that. So the, it's it's that same kind of idiom driving home that same point I've I've heard it once I've heard it twice I've heard it over and over again this is who my god is god is the one to whom belongs power and then he turns it talking to god to you belong steadfast love mercy
1: well and and that you render to each one according to his work yeah that uh i i trust that you will be the true judge
0: it is interesting that Today, we have an idea that God doing things from his steadfast love would have absolutely nothing to do with any of my work. Hmm. So here, David says, and, you know, some of the commenters have to try to get into that. Now, let's not let's not misunderstand. This is from an Old Testament perspective. And people had. Well, hold on here. I mean, is God the same today, yesterday and forever or not? Yeah. Uh, You know, so God acting out of his steadfast love does render according to our word. Mm -hmm. Now, that doesn't mean we earn it no it doesn't mean we earn it it's not okay i've calculated all your works and you know what you made it i'm gonna pay you in salvation in heaven but it is the fact that god has said here's some things you need to do if you want to be saved you you've got to well you got to turn to jesus yeah you got to put your faith in jesus you got to confess your faith in jesus you got to turn away from your sins you need to give your allegiance to jesus in baptism being having your sins washed away you need to follow him and 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 he is going to look, and there's going to be some people who said, you know what? I didn't get in Jesus. Mm-hmm. And he will render without partiality. He's not going to say, oh, you're rich. You get in. He's not going to say, oh, you're white. You get in. He's not going to say, oh, you're American. You get in. He's going to say, are you in Christ? And and that's hey. that's...
1: That's a big deal, and amen to all of that. Uh, what I see here is an echo of other wisdom literature, and particularly, you know, where the Book of Ecclesiastes ends to talk about that—that that, uh, you know, the the whole of man is to fear God and keep His commandments, because He will bring every act into judgment according to every secret deed. And Ecclesiastes chapter twelve and verses thirteen and fourteen. And so there there is a surety, right, that. God, who is called the uh, deliverer and the salvation in this psalm, is also God the judge. And I appreciate what you're saying that it is the same God of the Old Testament to the New Testament. And let's appreciate that.
0: So, we often today, and we've already actually gotten to talking about Jesus here, but that's more about from our perspective than from the psalm per se. We like to find Jesus in the psalms on Friday. Here this week, I'm going to throw this out to you. You can let me know what you think, Andrew. And that is that. A lot of times when we go to these psalms, we see Jesus in David because, of course, David yeah. was a type of of Christ. Yeah. He was the king. Yeah. And ultimately his seed, his offspring, was the ultimate Messiah king. But in this psalm, I wonder if David's actually not more of a type for us hmm. where David is facing the attacks of an enemy. David is being – whether that enemy is Saul or Absalom, whether it's the Edomites or it's somebody that we don't know about, he is facing some kind of enemy who is attacking him. And he has to wait for salvation that comes from God alone. Mm -hmm. And, of course, he is dealing with some type of temporal, something happening in history in his life, some attack, some, some conspiracy, something that's going on. But he uses that deliverance salvation language. And where that ties to us is that we, too, face an enemy. Mm-hmm. We have an enemy who will attack yeah. and we, who is attacking, who uses every means possible to attack us. He'll work through people. He'll work through situations. He'll work through natural disasters, hardships, struggles, sickness. Yeah. Um, he fears he even works through my desires. He he'll work. We've already talked this week about the 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 voices that we might hear not not in a sense of inside my head, but the the voice, just the cacac, cacophony of voices in the world that mm-hmm. say, "Turn away from God." He yeah. works through all of that. And what we need is salvation that comes from God alone. You're talking about Satan.
1: You're talking about our adversary, the devil, who roams about like a roaring lion, seeking yes. whom he may devour. Yes. Yeah.
0: He tries to paralyze us. He wants to attack us. Mm -hmm. He wants to maul us and destroy us, and our families, and our kids, and our friends, and our brethren.
1: And so that knowing he is on the prowl, okay, we we need the salvation that only comes from God. I get that, and and I will tell you also that the truth is that we're sinners. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and so we must wait on the salvation to be provided by God. We are unable to save ourselves. We have nothing to come and, and to offer Him to
0: try to buy or ransom ourselves. We we we're short on all that. But the distinction that I see is that what David had to do was wait. Mm-hmm. on the salvation that comes from God, and what we get to do is look back on the salvation that God has already given. David was looking ahead. Yes. We get to look back. We look Jesus, back to the cross. Jesus, the salvation from God, Jesus who is God, mm-hmm. come in the flesh— dying on the cross, buried, and on the third day resurrected, he is the salvation, and God has already purchased the salvation. So we, we don't have to wait. What we have to do is look back and remember. We have to hang on to it. This is this salvation has been purchased. Well and you know to, to kind of
1: tie around to something we, we start spoke about earlier in this episode, it it's not just that God is the same from Old Testament to New Testament and God is deliverer, but God is also judge. But how does he execute salvation? It is Jesus Christ who is the Savior. How does he execute judgment? It's actually Jesus Christ who will be the judge. Mm. We're taught in the New Testament that when the Lord comes again, he is coming for judgment, and that we will all stand before the judgment seat of Christ, yeah, and so you know to to I guess carry this um this um, interpretation or view right that we are in the position of waiting for the Lord. Well, we are waiting for him to come
0: as judge. We are waiting for that. And so I recognize that there's a sense in which we wait for the ultimate fullness of the salvation God has already purchased. Yeah. And it's that statement that we hear people use all the time that's a little bit confusing, and yet it it comes up so much, the already but not yet. Sure. David was in the not yet but not yet. (laughs) (laughs) David was in the full weight yeah all prophecy we we are living in this interim between which God has purchased our salvation and God brings that salvation in fullness we are we're kind of because what God is doing is he is giving folks the time to line up Amen. He, is, he wants no one to be lost, and so he is providing time for folks to repent. He's providing mm-hmm. uh, for more and more folks, for generations and generations to, through Jesus Christ, turn to him. But the difference between us and David is that that salvation has been purchased... And so we're, we're, not, we're not wondering how is salvation going to happen? We're not wondering how is God going to bring salvation? God has brought salvation. Now we're just waiting on him to finalize it. Mm-hmm. He has given us the down payment. Right. Now we're just waiting for the fullness to be given mm-hmm. to us. Mm-hmm. And that's, and so that's where we are distinct from David. But where I find Jesus in this is that God did send salvation, and he sent it in Jesus Christ. Amen.
1: We thank you so much for joining us for Text Talk this episode and all week long. Of course, we'd love to get your feedback on the program. You can send us an email anytime, at org, or join the discussion over in the Facebook group as we're reading these Psalms and thinking through paths of righteousness. Uh, for now, we're going to close this episode out with a word of prayer. Our great God and Father, Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for Psalm 62. Thank you, Father, for... Uh, helping us to see again and appreciate again that it is it is it is misplaced loyalties to think that salvation will come through the men around us that salvation will come through money or funds that salvation comes from anyone or anywhere but you through your gospel of Jesus Christ, through Jesus and understanding that there is no other name given under heaven whereby men must be saved. We want to bring glory to you, Father, and, and to take great comfort and strength in this, uh, we who are your children. We pray, Father, that you might bless the teaching effort that's beginning tonight at Livingston. Father, that great things would be said to uphold the glory of your creation and the authority of you as creator. And and uh, Father, that all things might work together for good in your will. Please bless us and keep us to that end. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
0: Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutes, Florida this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.